0: Hey, what is up? Welcome back to the Social Skills for Dummies podcast. Um, in this episode we're gonna talk about is are you being too available and is availability a problem? Um what in the first places I look at in my life when I think about availability is you know, uh me moving across the country with my girlfriend. Like, you know, you listen to like a lot of not the pickup guys, but a lot of the relationship coaches and things like that. And they say, oh, don't move in with your girl, don't cohabitate. And, you know, obviously I disagree with them on almost everything they talk about. Um, I disagree with their take on social skills and how social skills, learning social skills and social tactics makes you better. Um, Because it doesn't. It's just the long route to do what you can already do. But, um, you know, in my own personal experience... um, You know I always believed that growing up Absence makes the heart grow fauna Absence makes the heart grow fauna Like you hear it everywhere Don't be too available If you're too available People take your time for granted Um, All these different things And so I got it I used it to guide my relationship for a long time You know obviously You know me and my girlfriend We met like as kids Like she was 16 I was 17 Um, And we were in high school And so we lived with our parents And there was a period of time where like We couldn't see each other every day you know, because we had things we had to do, and you know, our parents were getting away, and our personal lives were getting away, and we lived like you know, 20 minutes apart or something like that, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 20 minutes apart, like 10 minutes, 10 miles, like in Maryland. Um, and for kids, like that's a big deal, you know, especially when you're really, really kids and you're in the house. And so, we didn't see each other all the time, and we didn't see each other all all the time, and we did see each other because there was such a scarcity to the time. Um, Everything was just a race. Like, you know, it was just like man. We only got certain certain amount of hours left Let's fill these hours as much as possible. Everything was just instant euphoria instant bliss It was like you finally get the hit of a drug that you abstained from, you know And so there is power in abstaining from somebody there's power power and availability But the question we're asking here is do you need to be unavailable in order to build relationships in order to send relationships in order to be Received properly. I remember coming from that circumstance. Like I Was always thankful for the time we had you know, but I was always aware of how I was maneuvering the relationship. Am I over calling? Or am I over texting? Am I overstepping? All these different things. And so everything kind of changed. Like I'm trying to build this beautiful relationship. I'm trying to maintain the connection. I'm trying to keep her interest. I'm trying to keep her heart fond, so she doesn't grow bored. Because I remember in a prior relationship, you know, it was a situation where I was a real kid, like in middle school, and I would text and call this girl all the time, and I would be up under and. You know after a while she just literally like told me she was bored in fact she went on to like date my best friend you know and I would watch them in front of me like making out you know because he was more smooth he was more aloof and that always stuck in the back of my head like dang like if I reach if I tilt in too far you know this will repeat itself history repeat itself I'll I'll fail again and so to make a long story short a few years later you know uh, when we were 22 uh, I was 22 and she was 21 we drove across the country to LA and so when we got to LA we literally went to LA on a whim you know we were just like man let's go so we moved to LA on a whim and we didn't know what the situation was we didn't know we, we living in a car we didn't know whether we had living in an Airbnb and just trying to figure out but in January 2020 um we, we actually moved into an apartment together and that was the first time we actually began living together like where we would see each other every day you know, and um, a lot of the things that I suppose would happen in these conditions started to happen. You know, I remember like a year in, I'm like, dang, I should have listened to the pickup guys. Like the pickup guys were right. Like cohabiting is bad because like I felt like she started to in a way lose interest in me and lose interest in the time we were spending together. You know, uh, not really value, you know, the moments that we had and I felt keyword felt and I suppose was a lot of things in your perception. You know what I mean? I don't talk about the real state of my relationship. It would actually have But what I felt and what I supposed in my head. Okay? I felt like things were going downhill and things were on decline. And, um, I didn't know what to do about it. And so I started to, you know, kind of fake busy myself. You know, I, st- I started to get get busy with, the uh, you know, the, the podcast and the business. I would take, if you listen to the first uh, year of this podcast, I would go out 5 a.m. at night and just be on the phone all night or making podcasts all night. Um... And you know the funniest thing is like you know there would be like she wouldn't be too pleased that I would do these things but it never made her grow fonder it never made her like me more it never made you know in my my, mind's eye the interest pick back up and so I'm sitting here lost in the dark like I'm like like what is it like okay if that doesn't work what like what makes the heart grow fonder if not absence if absence is not the key you know it made me question like okay is this a natural you know curve of the relationship it goes up and it goes down is history going to repeat itself what's happening Um, but later that you know you fast forward a year you know you know it's obviously still on the same downward trajectory but then a year after that you know there was a point in my life where I realized a lot of things about myself where I was following a list of like a list of habits just in order to get better like I got sick of the person I was I hit rock bottom and I just started to try to get better and in that process if you want to learn the process um, just go to www.socialskillsfordummies.com/7habits it's a number 7 not the word seven habits um, in the process i shed a lot of the trauma and the codependence that i had grown up with that i was raised with um and you know i just started to really focus on being a better more giving more empathetic person that didn't need other people to uh, to 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 be happy <laughs> but that enjoy myself in my life at the basis of itself you know in that process. I realized like a lot of people like they they use other people as flotation devices They use other people's energy to stay alive to stay afloat They were vampiric in some ways because of the trauma that we grew up on we never had people be proud of us We never had pride. We never had people, you know, uh, give us validation or attention And so we, we can like find a host to attach to and suck it from that's what we do And we get in these relationships where it's just we're completely parasitic and so I started to do these habits and just serendipitously started to reverse that process. I started to build energy and, and ecosystem in myself to where the people would have to live off of me and not the other way around. I would be the producer of energy and people would be part of that ecosystem. And so I, I went from a place of tra- like trauma and very vampirism to a place of completeness and a place of wholeness. Um, I released a lot of the trauma that was on the surface, which is the most powerful thing you can do socially Is to have your own dopamine systems have your own ecosystem that people can feed off of That's really what all people all people want They want to go from state lower states of energy to higher states of energy That's why they go clubbing on the weekends I say this in every podcast episode But I want to say it over and over and over until you get what I mean in as many different ways as possible And I became that and you know the funniest thing began to happen Even when I wasn't lost in work, you know, um you know the relationship and the interest as perceived by me kind of started going up again it kind of spiked again into a place where I, I would say now like it's better than it's ever been it's a place of true beauty and so when the conversation came up last night me and my girlfriend were in the car talking after i came off work and she was just telling me like um one of the things that are important in building a relationship with somebody is availability i instantly knew what to say to that you know um she was just talking about like people she would see outside and people in life every day and how they would be over available and how their relationships would fail, or people would take their time for granted because people are a little bit over available. And we all have the same ideology like, absence makes the heart grow fonder. You know, um, it's what's called scarcity bias. Human beings have a psychological, like a cognitive bias where their psychology thinks anything that's scarce and not abundant, say that, psych, uh, scarcity bias, say these are scarcity bias. Is more rare and more valuable um and so just judging by human cognitive biases and psychology you would think this applies to the situation and that's the perfect reason but having gone through this process and experiences it I I told her something I said this I said yeah it may seem like that but you have to go through this game and experience things and know you who you are in order to judge how available you can be you know because availability by itself is not the sole factor not the sole variable you know if you're giving somebody all your time but everybody wants you as well they everybody's begging for your time you're still super valuable you know um and everybody will want you and everybody will beg for your time if you're not codependent you know if you're shining if you're a radiance, if you're a star if you have a higher state of energy and people want to be around that you know a guy can spend all the time he wants with his girl or with a girl if every girl in the world wants him you know um but it's not even based off that what i told her is this Availability a lot of times is what you call a confounding factor. It's a confounding variable. And what a confounding variable is is a variable that looks like it's the reason for something, but it's you know because 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 there's a correlation between that variable and another variable. Like you spend more time in the sun, um, let's just say you grow more hair, and so every time you spend time in the sun, you grow more hair. So you think the sun is helping you grow hair. But really like it's the ground outside like you know a confounded variable is a variable that you think is the reason because there's correlation between that and the variable tr- that you're measuring you so you think it's the reason but really it just happens to align with another variable that's the actual reason and so it's a scapegoat it's a smoke screen so availability I come to realize is a scapegoat it's a smoke screen for the real variable it's not availability that counts it's codependence Versus independence that count You know because I could spend You know in my life like I don't you know I could spend as many time as I want Per day around anyone I want The thing is in those Hours that we're spending with them You know they're, ga- they're, they're reading you They're, they're performing science experience, experiments They're gauging who you are And when you gauge me you can tell I'm in abundance You can tell other people want to be around me Other friends want to be around me And I really don't need you you can feel that I'm not attached. You can feel the detachment, and because I'm not gaining energy from you, and I don't need you, and you're gaining energy from me, there will never be a situation where you would want me to be less available. Availability is the confounding variable. It's the smoke screen. It's the scapegoat. What's what the real variable is is codependence. We have something in psychology called the mere exposure effect. By mere exposure, you grow fond to people. Okay, and if you've grown up trauma if you've grown up without without availability um, if you've grown up without validation if you've grown up without people being proud of you if you've grown up without people thinking you were the shit you know, um, you being available you being around somebody through mere exposure, you'll grow fond of them and if you don't have a higher state of your own You become addicted to their state. You become addicted to their ecosystem. And it's that dynamic with time that turns them off. It's not the availability itself. It's your inability to, when you're around somebody, to not lean in and drink the Kool-Aid and drink the water and become their stand and become their minion and become needy and become desperate. To where they're gone, you feel a deficit. You don't feel like your normal self. If you can maintain balance, if you can maintain independence and not codependence, and when they're gone, you still feel like yourself, you still feel like the champ. Life for you resumes, then availability is almost completely irrelevant. But the way I explain it like is like this. You have to know who you are. You have to know how long you've been in the game. Because the availability rule, a lot of things they teach you in quote unquote social skills, they aren't true by first principle. But they're true by 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 the fact that if you're a beginner, it'll help you. And so what the availability rule is, is a safeguard. It's a safeguard for people who yet don't know what they're doing Who can't trust themselves to not become addicted Who can't trust themselves to not lean in a little too much When they're around someone they're like When they're around someone they're like to a high degree Well, uh, to a high frequency rather When you're around somebody all day, every day Can you not lean in? Can you not become obsessed? They're a safeguard It's like in wrestling A lot of They'll teach you a lot of fancy moves And they'll tell you to stay away from the fancy moves It's not because the fancy moves don't work It's because it doesn't work for you and so they'll teach you rules and procedures along those fancy moves or even the mundane moves, like a double leg. They'll teach you the perfect procedure for a double leg. But they teach you the perfect procedure. They teach you to it in a concrete black and white way because, like, even an idiot can't mess this up. Even a beginner, even a novice can't mess this up. And, but truly, when you get to de- developing your skills, you can sauce and mix and match moves any way that you want. And the rules you can kind of start to bend them and break them a little bit and the same is true with availability availability really doesn't matter what matters is your wholeness and your completeness as a person you know obviously availability plays a role but if you're whole and you're complete your availability will be balanced out anyway you'll have a full life you have things that you want to do outside of a singular person but you know people would say "Oh, the pickup stuff is tricks and games and no it's not a trick it's not a game but it can become a trick or it become a game if you're using it as that device. You have to. It has to come from a genuine place of alignment. Like I'm going over here not to make you miss me, but I'm going over here because I'm going over because I'm going over here and I want to do that because I have work over here because I have business over here. I tried that way of oh, okay, let me fake the funk, and it never worked that way. It has to really come from a wholeness or a completeness within a real sense of direction. So with that being said, truthfully, at the core, if you're just beginning watch your availability but truthfully it doesn't matter and i would offer you actually to practice being available and being independent still being available and being cool still because i promise you i live with my girlfriend every day and there's no problems with availability so with that being said uh yeah that's 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 kind of my take on it um i appreciate you so much for listening i'm sure i had more to say about that but you know, that's the meat and potatoes of it. So, www.socialskillsfordummies.com/slash seven habits. The number seven habits. Okay? So, go to the website. Uh, we're going to have the seven habits up for you soon. Um, and it'll teach you the seven habits that you need to go from, you know, uh, your for, to, to shed the illness of introversion and go to your regular state of extroversion in as little as 30 days. Um, So with that said, I hope you enjoy. I hope that benefits you. Thank you so much for listening.